Welcome to Thank God It's Monday with Tony Aliogena Rafa. Have you ever heard of professional persona? That's what we're talking about today. Let me start with examples of four Christians at work. Jonathan, a physician, rarely discusses his faith while at work. Instead, he spends his lunch hour reading his Bible in the seclusion of his office. Yet his staff considers him the most Christian man they know. Lydia, a call center supervisor, has religious symbols and scriptures posted all over her very visible glass-walled office. She makes it a point to tell everyone from the janitor to the vice president that she serves Jesus Christ. Many in her office finds her tactics over the top. Ada, a bank official, seldom talks about God with her co-workers. But she quietly prays over each of their desks every morning asking God to touch their hearts. She believes her perfect attendance record, quality of work, and her prayer would do more to bring her co-workers to Christ than anything she could ever say. Ade, a chemical engineer, looks for prayer opportunities at work. If a co-worker tells him their problems, he listens attentively and then responds gently, can we pray together right now? and ask Jesus to meet your needs. Whether we realize it or not, most of us project a persona that is evaluated by others we work with, and we in turn evaluate and react to the personas of others. Career advisors call this projection a professional persona, and they say that the persona you project in the workplace can make or break your career. You must have heard that perception is more important than reality. Well, that's especially true when it comes to the workplace. One of the hard-won lessons of being a professional is that work is ultimately a form of theater. Yes, you have to actually do the work. You have to bring about change, results, progress, and whatever it is that you were hired to do. But you also have to act out the role of a person who does a job. And if you don't act that role with Nash, you won't be fulfilling your true potential. The way people will perceive you in the workplace is as much a product of your appearance, presentation, attitude, and communication skill as it is of your performance. When you are new to the workforce, you have the unique opportunity to build your professional persona from ground up, allowing you to correct your flaws and present to the professional world the man you would like to be. By building your professional persona, You give others a reason to believe in you and to have confidence in your ability. As a result, they will be more likely to go to you with new opportunities. The question is, if our professional persona is so important, what role does our faith play in it, if any? If I am both a Christian and professional, is there an acceptable blend of these two roles that is neither too anemic or too strong? All four of the people mentioned above are believers. All four projected different Christian persona at work. So who is right and who's wrong? And what does it matter anyway? We will continue with the answers to these questions right after the break. Of your mind, your face. 
next good thing coming till it's right in your face And that's the time when the bad from the past seems to fade away Now you got diamonds, now you got sons, now you got love You went on the side beside the board, got yourself one, now you feel love They come for your dream, come for your work They make you mean, they make you work They take your work, they take your work Your self-esteem, they make you hurt They make you hurt, they make it seem like it ain't worth it But it's always worth it I, I, uh, I, I, It's always worth it You get up, it's always worth it Welcome back The question before the break is who is right? And the short answer is, they all are. Each of the above mentioned people projected the persona they were most comfortable with. The truth is, the way we present our faith to others is often linked to our personality style. But are all these approaches appropriate in the workplace? I have grappled with this question a lot lately. On one hand, you see your job as your mission field. After all, you mix with and mingle with hundreds or maybe even thousands of employees five days a week, eight hours a day. This gives you the great potential for influence and letting your light shine. On the other hand, many will say that your employer did not hire you to be an evangelist. You were hired to do a job. The mainstream media won't let you forget that. So does it matter? I would say yes. It matters a great deal. We may all choose different ways to share our faith at work, depending on our personality, but I'm confident that the fruit of the Spirit could be a regular part of our professional persona. After all, didn't the Apostle Paul tell the Christians in Corinth that they were a living apostles known and read by all men? That means that others learn about Christ by observing our lives and, if you will, our projections. So we need to carefully examine what our co-workers notice about us. Do they see us as patient, kind, and gentle? Or do they see us as selfish, manipulative, pushy about our faith? Developing a personal workplace credo is one way to reconcile our professional persona with our Christian character. To be honest, that isn't an easy task to do objectively on your own. So you can ask for input from your friends. But here is a sample to work with. Number one, do your job to the best of your ability. The Bible says in Ecclesiastics 9.10 Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with your mind. For there is no work or device or knowledge or wisdom in the grave where you're going. Number two, do not participate in office gossip. Proverbs 11.13 says, A gossip goes about telling secrets, but one who is trustworthy in spirit keeps a confidence. Number three, act kindly towards everyone in the office. Apostle Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 13 verse 4, he says, love is patient, love is kind, love is not envious or boastful or arrogant. Number four, show respect to everyone and give credit to who credit is due. The Bible teaches in Romans chapter 12 verse 10, love one another with mutual affection, outdo one another in showing honor. And number five, help your peers to shine even if it means them doing better than you. Philippians 2.3 says, Do nothing for selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourself. 
So what about you? How do your coworkers see you? And more importantly, how do you want them to see you? Do your projections reflect Christ? And if not, why not? If Jesus were to do your annual review at your job, how would he evaluate your performance? Remember, he's the real employer that you serve. These are the questions you must grapple with. Perhaps together we can discover the answers. Thanks for joining me on today's episode. If this was a blessing to you, feel free to share with others. May the Lord bless your work and do have a fruitful week ahead. See you soon.